We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. This podcast episode is brought to you by Coors Light. These days, everything is go, go, go. It's nonstop hustle all the time. Work, friends, family expect you to be on 24-7. Well, sometimes you just need to reach for a Coors Light because it's made to chill. Coors Light is cold lagered, cold filtered, and cold packaged. It's as crisp and refreshing as the Colorado Rockies. It is literally made to chill. Coors Light is the one I choose when I need to unwind. So when you want to hit reset, reach for the beer that's made to chill. Get Coors Light in the new look delivered straight to your door with Drizzly or Instacart. Celebrate responsibly. Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado. What's up, everybody, and welcome in to the Backliners Podcast, Agro and Barracuda, as per usual. This time... Joined by Lazbra, jungler, and Pittsburgh Pirates fan, and that's why he's uh, he's in on the show. That's that's a real hat right there, ladies and gentlemen. He's wearing a Pirates hat, which is a brave thing to do because they are the worst organization in all of sports. Uh, <laughs> they are so bad, and it makes me oh. so sad on a regular basis. But they're trying their best, uh, guys. Thanks for thanks for coming in, and thanks to everyone who's tuning in. And happy Valentine's Day to everybody. Barra just said he hates Valentine's Day. So Barra, what's uh, what's your beef with, with with Cupid's holiday? You're a Cupid main, and you hate his holiday. I just think it's a dumb holiday. I don't think you should be you should feel obligated to buy things or spend money for like a holiday. If that makes sense, like mm-hmm. you shouldn't feel bad that you're not like monetarily gifting your significant other something Mm -hmm. you know like if you if you spend time with them and enjoy that and you want an excuse to do that that's awesome like i love that Mm -hmm. if you're using valentine's day to like you know express your love like that's cool but i think you should do it throughout the year and you shouldn't feel like monetarily monetarily obligated to Mm. if that makes sense yeah yeah lasbro you are you a valentine's day fan are you a valentine's hater well, I never had a girlfriend before. This is the first year I have a girlfriend, uh, but I'm not really that into it. Uh, I feel like it's a bit weird, and you know, I feel like a lot of people probably have like, a lot of pressure on them, you know, mm-hmm. because people have expectation expectations and all that. So it's probably good to talk a bit before, like at least a few weeks before, if mm-hmm. you you're planning to do something, or maybe you want to surprise somebody. That's mm-hmm. fine as well. Yeah, but I I'm uh, I I have to give my wife some credit here because we never do presents for Valentine's Day. We're very much of the same opinion as you, Barra, that Mm. it's just a day in February. That's kind of what it's all about. Uh, But a couple weeks ago, she went, hey, I got you a Valentine's Day present just as a heads up. So now I'm like, oh, 
Great. Now I've got to come up with some kind of Valentine's Day present for you. But your boy kind of popped off this year because it was a present mostly for me. I got us a queen size weighted blanket, a 25 pound weighted blanket for our bed. Holy. And I gave it to her the day it got here, like a week and a half ago, because I was like, listen, (laughs) you're going to be sad if, if this is just sitting here. So she got her present early. Um, and she got me a very nice little leather watch band, which because uh, my nice. watch was not looking too clean. So listen, nice. we're, we kind of popped off this year, and now maybe we just wait another ten years in between Valentine's Day <laughs> presents. You know, yeah, wavelengths are, are pretty OP, dude. They are like, broken. Like they <laughs> are so much better than not having them. I can't. Yep, I can't far. imagine. Like here's my only concern. That thing. I mean, it's 25 pounds. It's queen size. It's it's a thick boy. <laughs> I'm a little worried that it's going to be too warm in the summer, you know? Is it one of those, yeah, like, not. cooling blankets? I think it has, so you can take off the liner to, like, wash okay. it. So I think that you can get a cooling variant. Mm. So that they've got me on the hook to spend more money. Dude, I think Destiny or my parents got me one where it's got, like, a like a fuzzy outer bit that you can take off and mm-hmm. it's got like the cooling inside mm. and i've just been sleeping with the cooling inside because like it keeps me warm enough mm-hmm. and then during the summer it, i think we used to sleep with one but i think that's not that our moms but they don't get too hot i would say like you're not gonna be like sweating in them in the summer mm. unless you keep your house like at like 85 or something no joe would want to but uh not me oh. that's that's not uh-huh. happening no i hate uh-huh. i hate that I tried to wear a blanket because Serena has one, but mm-hmm. she's like uh, not that tall, pretty small. <laughs> but it's like it's it too small for me. It's like, I can use that, but yeah, but I like three quarters of your body is feeling real yeah. good. Like, I'm a giant out here. <laughs> you gotta get a lasbrosized. Yeah, you gotta get a lasbrosized weighted blanket. If you guys have been considering yeah. weighted blanket, I see uh, I see someone in the chat was saying that they they've been considering it. They are op man. They mm-hmm. they feel so good, specifically when I'm working out. And then I like get to put that on at night when my muscles are sore. That feels really good. So uh, big recommendation on weighted blankets. It's like for a sure. more comforting thing than what they put on you at the dentist when you're getting your X-rays, and and that that whole <laughs> sensation across your whole body. You know, just that comfortable mm-hmm. weight. You mm-hmm. know? Bera, um, that was real a bad quick. Take. I'm sorry. Yeah, no, real quick. Um, just in case, like you get in a position where you've got to sell something in the future. Uh, <laughs> don't relate it to horrible experiences. No. Okay. In life, you need to find a good dentist. If you can find a dentist that does not murder you when you go, mm-hmm. and one that doesn't lecture you every time, you need to floss more, you need to do this, like, you need to do that. Just go to someone who makes you feel comfortable and then makes you laugh. That is very important in life. I've got to have a comedian a and a dentist? What is this? <laughs> yeah that's not hard i literally i yeah, literally had, this is amazing i was gonna i'm going to make a dentist appointment literally tomorrow my wife and i were talking about this i need to go to the dentist mm-hmm. maybe i should be going to yours yeah well i mean it's a bit of a drive for yeah, you yeah i was gonna say but, that, would, uh, that would be quite a drive for me sheesh i man, can refer you there is one that destiny knows all right if well, you the, actually want to drive a little bit i almost certainly don't uh because all <laughs> dentists are the same unless they're messing up incorrect they're just all the same man that's it. all i have to do is not screw up that's it uh this is a smite podcast by the way uh in <laughs> okay. case really yeah yeah we talk about smite mostly but uh apparently sometimes dentists as well listen if it's a holiday if it's a national holiday and we're doing a podcast on the holiday you've got to expect that we're going to go a little bit off track you know, 
That's that's kind of how we do track. things. Or just a little bit, just a smidge off track here on the Backliners podcast. Last, we've been doing uh, season eight breakdowns of each role. You are our, our final esteemed guest. We saved the best for last, uh, at least in terms of roles, especially <laughs> because jungle is OP, ha- always has been <clears throat> and always will be. Uh, we'll talk about how OP it is here in season eight in a little bit, but we've been starting off by getting uh, general opinions about season eight from our guests. So how, how have you been liking season eight so far? Um, it's been pretty damn good. I've been playing every day since this came out and uh, had a lot of ranked, you know, stream in the morning, sometimes play some casuals in the evening. Uh, mostly played jungle, but I played a bit of off-roller in, in ranked. And then, of course, I played a casual game, so I just, you know, go wherever. Mm-hmm. It's been a lot of fun. Been uh, liking it like so it. far. I like it, but, but, but... We gotta talk about healers. I don't like them. <laughs> don't play healers. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, okay, that's a, it's a perfect transition because we've been asking if the healing changes were enough. If the if the global anti-healing changes were the right direction, do you think they'll be enough? Uh, clearly, in my opinion, it sounds like you're in the same boat. Those changes have not been enough. Do you think that the global anti-heal is still the right way to go? And then just tuning the numbers from there. How do you think healers should should be addressed? Well, I'm not sure how this should be addressed, and I'm not sure what like the best solution is, but I know that I think healing is stronger than it was before. That's what I've been saying! And, and I'm sure that's not the intention, because I think healers should have a place in the game, and, and they should be able to get picked and all that. And if they get first picked, I do believe that should be like, okay, this should be easy to counter now. That should mm-hmm. be like good counterplay. But if I see a Guin first pick, and I know we get to late game, and he's going to have like cat shield with full mm-hmm. CDR, it's just like... Okay, we need to play these team fights really well, and if mm-hmm. we don't do that, we are probably gonna lose. So and better than before. Sorry, go ahead. And, and this, the same goes for like Chang and Hell and all that. Like th- that healing is just crazy. Mm. So better than before, Barra. You say uh, yep. that you've been saying that as well. Is it just because of the um, the the changes to the anti heal items going down in percent and in duration? I feel like it was a mental bait by putting it out across the map and then anti-heal items got nerfed so people stopped buying them. People aren't getting Ankh anymore. And as last said, you have to have a very coordinated fight to beat a Guan. And so far, those Guan heals that are like 360 or whatever with Cad Shield that are up every like five seconds. I don't know, man. It's so annoying to play against. Like, if you don't play a team fight exactly perfectly or have a ton of anti-heal, you just can't deal with it. And I haven't played them against, I would say, like, Raw, Hell, Chang'e that much, but I played a lot against Guan, and Guan is so hard to deal with, man. Yeah, sounds like you guys just think Guan should get nerfed. I mean, I wouldn't mind. Yeah, Sorry. I mean, maybe <laughs> also, one thing to point out when it comes to the anti-heal, and you said, like, the items got nerfed. Not only did the item get nerfed, but the opposite item of the same like tree like Jotun's Wrath or uh, Spear Desolation got buffed at the same time mm-hmm. and now we have one less item slot to deal with because you get a start item you usually want to upgrade that in like 90% of your builds mm-hmm. so you have one less item to work with and I don't know it just feels very awkward to get that until uh, item in there yeah, I, uh, I definitely agree with that. I didn't want to build Divine that much before, and that was when Deso wasn't even that good. Now that mm-hmm. Deso is, like, nuts, I definitely yeah. don't, don't want to be buying Divine. Um, but, you know, that's something, those are all things that uh, I assume uh, will be able to get changed later on down the line. Let's talk jungle specifically here, Lass. Uh, 
do you want to go starter items first and talk about the new starter items, or do you want to talk about the overall strength of the role? Which which way do you want to attack it? Yeah, we can go with the starter items. Sure. All um, right, we'll start with Bumba's Dagger. This is the one that you see uh, the most often. 600 gold, 50 health, 50 mana, and your basic attacks deal 15 true damage, and your abilities deal plus 30% damage versus jungle monsters. You also are restored for 10% of the monster's health and mana uh, whenever you kill it. This is the one that most junglers are picking up. Do you think that's just because the other ones are bad? Do you think Bumba's is just better? Where do you see Bumba's uh, in relation to the other jungle starters? Uh, Bumba's dagger is a solid item that I, I would say, like, if you're in doubt, you can always pick that up and any of the junglers you're going to play. And you have a very solid late upgrade, Bumba's hammer. I think Bumba's spear is not really that worth it, so I'm not really going to talk about it. Mm -hmm. But you can go into Bumba's hammer, which is, like, more sentiment on the late game. But I guess you can somewhat put similarity to Boomba's Dagger to the old Assassin's Blessing because you get the sustain. And sustain is pretty nice, especially if you're not like that good at back in or you don't know the back timers, you want to be like have a higher health after you're clearing a camp instead of like the other items where you're going to be like losing maybe 10% of your health mm -hmm. every jungle camp you do. So I'd say that it's more solid with less risk. Mm. Yeah, and I think that makes sense. Yeah, and also you, you can do the starter I do. The, I buy the dagger and then I just start tier 2 boots. Mm -hmm. And then you can back the full boots before speed buff, and then you have like a pretty good power spike. Yeah, you come out of the base feeling pretty strong at that point. Yeah. You mentioned Bumba's Spear being a little bit underwhelming. When I look at it, I mean, 60 physical power, or 90 magical power, 200 health, 200 mana. It, it's really just a souped-up version of Bumba's Dagger. Your basic attacks deal 50 true damage and your abilities plus 50% against jungle monsters, structures, and jungle bosses. I think that that is a little bit underexplored. I mean, you, 50 true damage on each auto, 50% damage against Fire Giant is really what we're talking about here is the big one. But when you're doing that much extra damage, something like FG, I think that there could be a world, you know, you're going something like Poseidon Jungle yeah, yeah, your job is going to be to secure late game. Having your Kraken do fifty percent more damage to the to the FG is is a pretty big deal. Yeah, I do think there's like a, I mean it, it's debatable, right? There's a few guards like Mercury with crit. You can go Quang and and get like a lot of DPS with Telekines and attack speed. Mm -hmm. So in those scenarios, yeah, sure you can be the one burning FG. But then if you look at it the other way, with Boomba's Hammer, you would rather be winning the fights to like. Boomba's Hammer will probably make you win more fights than Boomba's Spear will. Mm. And if you win more fights, that will make it easier for you to do fight in that way, right? Yeah. But if you're looking for clean DPS or secure, sure that Boomba's Spear is like a really solid item for that. Yeah, I think in ranked, in 99% of scenarios, probably Boomba's Hammer is going to be better. But I wouldn't be surprised if Boomba's Spear is something we see come competitive playtime. No power on Boomba's Hammer, but it does have yeah. CDR and, ten, and penetration, percent pen. Feels really good. Getting your basic attacks back from the passive just feels uh, really nuts. You can definitely see some really insane plays. Uh, again, like in probably the Pro League, you'll see some Boomba Spear on like a Mercury with crit. And, and you can just like five seconds without a carry, the fight is literally going to be dead. Yep. Yeah, that seems that seems pretty wild to me. Just yeah. reading back over it again, I'm like, Yeah, Man. I didn't think it was going to be that good. But I think if you go like the Sino build, like Xe Stone Cutting. Yeah. Kind of yeah. feel like you solo everything. You yeah. definitely make some crazy stuff happen with that. Yeah, that I could think, be cool. I I think it's way better for competitive than it is for ranked, as you guys said. Yeah. yeah. 
Yeah. Mm-hmm. It, also having power where Bumbus Hammer doesn't, even though it doesn't have the percent mm-hmm. pen, if you're buying percent pen elsewhere, then maybe you can make it work. Um, yeah, it's a, it's a bit weird with the hammer. Like if I play like Susano, for example, I want to be like one-shotting people. Yeah. But it's not like Boomba's hammer is like helping me that much, but this the passive it gives me is just so good. Right. But if I get a hard seeker, you know, maybe I, instead of doing like 80% damage here, I could maybe have done like 95% like total mm-hmm. damage because right. of the hard seeker power and the same penetration and an other passive that's really good. Right. Yeah, so I think maybe- that could work. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. If like your whole build's like a one-shot build and then you have Bumba's Hammer 2, so like you get survivability and CDR and pin, like... Yeah. I mean, kind of feels pretty nice. It is definitely a, a nice item that you can almost fit in every build. And of course, if you build like Jordan's Wrath early game and you have like Hydra's and Aerodite, just example, they have 40%. Mm-hmm. Just when you get Boomba's Hammer, you just sell the Jordan's Wrath, get like a Crusher or Heartseeker, whatever you need. Mm-hmm. Because right now in my rank games, I don't get to the scenario where I get to sell boots and buy a new item, get a, mm-hmm. a 15 on pot. Right. Yeah, so, games are ending pretty quick these days. Yeah, so it's fine. Like you go early cooldown direction, it's fine. You can just sell the Jordan's Wrath. Build the Boomba's Hammer and then switch it out with a Crush, for example. Credit Karma has always been there to help you make better financial decisions. And now they want to help you even more. With a Credit Karma Money Spend account, you can be rewarded for good money habits. Credit Karma Money is a brand new checking account where you can win cash reimbursements for making purchases. Just pay with your debit card, and if you win, you'll be notified on the spot, and your Instant Karma cash will be added back to your spend account. Open your FDIC insured spend account for free. There's no minimum balance requirements, no overdraft fees, and free withdrawals from a network of over 50,000 ATMs. And when you make a purchase between June 8th and June 30th, you'll automatically be entered to win $1 million. Right now, visit creditkarma.com backslash win money to open your free account and start winning instant karma. Go to creditkarma.com backslash win money to sign up for free and start winning. That's creditkarma.com slash win money. Instant Karma is sponsored by Credit Karma. No purchase necessary. Exclusions and terms apply. See rules. Banking services provided by MVB Bank Incorporated. Member FDIC. Maximum balance and transfer limits apply. Uh, also, it says on Bumba's Spear that when, en- when any of these die, re- referencing jungle monster structures or bosses, you are healed for 10% of their health and restore 10% of your mana. Do you just get like full healed off FG? Because 10% of FG's health I mean, must be absurd, right? If that's EFG, bro. That's yeah, you're just you like... Full health and, uh, you get yeah. burst healed. 
That's gonna, I'm going to have to take that into some jungle practice and see if that's how that works, because that sounds pretty nuts to me. Uh, yeah. But it could be cool. All right, Eye of the Jungle. This one uh, is interesting. It's 650 gold, either 10 physical power or 20 magical power, 15 HP 5, and 20% attack speed. Uh, you just deal 30% increased damage to jungle monsters, and upon defeating a large jungle monster, you place a ward that lasts for 30 seconds. Not always super useful on your own stuff, though it doesn't hurt to have that free ward, but really, really good if you can get some invades off with this uh, on enemy back camps or buffs because getting that free ward on their stuff feels pretty good. How, how have you liked Eye of the Jungle so far, Lass? Well, Eye of the Jungle is... You know, it's all dependent on what guard you play. You you don't want to build that on, like, ability-based guards. But we have, like, a lot of auto-attackers I build it on. We can say, like, Erlang. I would say even Nemesis I build it on. And you go for a bit more early game. And then mid-game is, like, somewhat the same as the Boomba Stagger. And then it can discuss what guard you play if late game Boomba's Hammer or the upgrade of the... Uh, what is that called? Protector of the Jungle? Yeah, Protector, yeah. And Protector of the Jungle, those stats are just, you know, incredible. Like 12% mm. more power in the jungle and 12% more protection. So it's like both a good late game, but I do think Out of Jungle shines early game because let's say I play Erlang, then I go Out of Jungle, I get um, tier one stone cutting that would be called Katana. Mm -hmm. And then I just get like two healing, one multi. And if you're going to begin somebody with Boomba's dagger and tier two boots that means they have no sustain because they have no potions and they have 10 power total but you're gonna have uh, 25 plus you're gonna have like a bit of movement speed for katana and mm -hmm. attack speed so you're just gonna win any trade that's like mid camps that's maybe oracles that's invading their next back camps so if you see and know somebody's boomer stagger like in a few scenarios you can abuse that really hard without a jungle mm. <laughs> Bear, I know you, uh, I saw you playing some Eye of the Jungle Scotty the other day. Uh, not good. No? I'm, how, okay, <laughs> is good. that a, just not good on Scotty, of course, or is that not good in, in the duo lane in general? I think that is more of a competitive item for ADC than a ranked uh, item, because I think if you're, be, if you're able to invade and you're able to track when they're there, then I think that's really good. But if you're just playing passively, I mean, the stats are nice. We don't get into like mana sustain or anything for ADC. Mm -hmm. So it's a little weird, but I don't think it's like, I think it's good, but I don't think it's like top tier or anything. Bro, you don't need mana sustain. That's what solo laners are for. They're, get, they're getting coup. <laughs> True. They're Not getting rank though. They're getting coup, baby. To touch the other upgrades, Sea of the Jungle, where mm -hmm. you, after you kill like a boss or a monster, or whatever, you get to see wards for 10 seconds. I, I, I thought personally that was going to be pretty OP, but in ranked, it hasn't really done that much. So I haven't really built it more than one well, two no, times, maybe. No one's but in warding in ranked, right? Yeah, well, but in competitive, if I can clear mid games and then get like two wards or something, I, I would consider that pretty OP. Yeah. Wait, is that kind of a large jungle monster? Yeah, it yeah. does. Yeah. It does? Yeah. So oh. you can do mid games and then... You can also leave one mid camp up after because both of them are large. So you just kill one, go clear ward, and then kill one again, clear ward. I thought that was like an absolute trash item because I thought that was only talking about fire, pyro, and gold. <laughs> no. And like scorps. No, oh. it, count, it counts for your buffs, for mid camps. Anything, it's, it's really easy because anything that places a, a ward off Eye of the Jungle, the non upgraded version, will let you yeah. see wards because it's the same wording. It's large mm, jungle monster okay. for both. And then to go back oh. to Protector of the Jungle. The, the percentage 
power and protection in the jungle is pretty important because I think where most fights or games are won is either around the goal theory you're contesting or around the fire giant fights. Mm -hmm. So being able to get that extra power protection is just really awesome. And the stats as well is like insane. Mm -hmm. Especially yes. considering there's like a lot of physical damage right now in the... I don't know if you say meta, but in a lot of the games I play, it's like four physicals, you have like three, and then you have like a guardian or something. Mm -hmm. So 35 protection, you have like sub, Phoebes, maybe, maybe Sentinel's Embrace. 35 yourself, like you're going to be a, you're going to be half a tank just yeah. with that item. Especially if you're in the jungle, because that 12% <laughs> extra protection, like it, it, it becomes really wild. I wonder if it's going to be, hey, we, we you know, we got EFG, we need to reset. We're going to be sieging. I wonder if you sell Protector, if you think that you're going to win on that Siege, or you think that you need to win on that Siege, and you just know that its, it's stats aren't bad for, for trying to Siege uh, Phoenix, but if you've got the gold to get something better. It. I mean, 65 power, 35% attack speed, that, that got to be some of the highest DPS, except if you need penetration right now. Mm. Yeah. But you're not going to get better stats that way, plus like you've just 35 physical protection, and then, like, a Madnight, he carries a Berserker shield. That's 55 just from those two items. Yeah. But then you got to consider, like, the auras you get from the support. Like, I personally, we can talk about that later, but I think Assassins right now is not, like, in the best spot. Yeah. But we yeah. can go uh, talk about that after. I think I know where that's going to go for sure. Um, all right, one more to, to talk about here. It's Mannequin Scepter. We've talked about Mannequin a ton uh, mm -hmm. during, this, uh, during these shows, but... It hasn't been for jungle, which was where this item is initially listed uh, for its place. It's the, of course, 10 disc attack damage, some uh, physical protection. It has it uh, is still going to be in a position where it's going to be used in lanes, but maybe not as dominant as it once was. It's taken a lot of nerfs. I'm looking at the initial version. It is nothing like this anymore, but basically it just <laughs> deals dot damage on the auto attacks and jungle monsters take more off that dot damage. Is Mannequin good in the jungle, Laz, where it was quote-unquote supposed to be? Um, don't build it. Don't even bother building it. <laughs> you, you can maybe like get an early snowball going, but the item does not scale. Like Once you hit level 10, it's just a bad item compared to other jungle. And the upgrades compared to the other upgrades you see is just, in my opinion, way better. Hmm. You, you might be able to get, like, some value from it, but I also think it's, like, risky. Like, mm -hmm. I don't know. I, I just don't think it, it does enough. And it's getting nerfed again, if I'm correct, here on next patch, 8.2. Uh, yes, I think it is. Speed, with attack speed reduction getting nerfed. So I, I wouldn't bother building it. I just kind of, like, forgot a bit about it. I, oh, there's a few guards, maybe, where you can, like, say it's good, but if you say, like, Erlang or you say Kali... I would just rather build out of jungle. Mm -hmm. And like, the, I don't know. Maybe if you can five physicals and you can get like the extra protection early game, maybe that's an OP. Or against like a lot of auto attackers. But like most scenarios, you're just not going to find the value that, that, that that's like making it worth to buy. Yeah, Barra, after all the changes that Mannequin has seen, uh, how, how is it looking over there in the, in the duo lane? I bought it on Izanami two days ago, or yesterday, and got tower in five minutes. Mm. So pretty good. <laughs> OP. Yeah, it feels pretty good on... I think you like cheese rank game wins, but I don't think in competitive it'll be like that sick in ADC. Yeah. I mean, 
let me put it like this as well. If you can take a lot of one at once and you're just like only one at one I mean, reducing mm -hmm. somebody's attack speed is just OP. Mm -hmm. But let's be real, we're playing Conquest. We're usually playing ranked a lot. At least that's what I'm doing. Mm -hmm. Like, you're not going to get that many one at once where you get to get value from attack speed. Right. I think you might be able to like cheese like a purple or blue level one invade or something like that with mannequins and maybe cheese something. I don't know. But I think people will try to do that, but I don't know if it'll be effective. But yeah. Uh, the two upgrades, Mannequin Mace, just a higher DPS version of the original mannequin. It is worth noting that jungle monsters and bosses take quadruple damage. Uh, from the 60 physical damage over two seconds so again very good at burning fg and then the one that i don't i never see anybody build i can't even tell if this is good or not because i've never i've never used it myself and i've never seen it i've never played against it mannequin hidden blade if you've not taken or dealt damage in the last five seconds and hit an enemy god jungle monster or jungle boss they immediately take 15 percent of their current health as physical damage and are slowed by 20 percent for five seconds now it is uh affected by penetration but maybe like thanatos you you're, you're adding the, that on to the already percent health scythe damage you've got a lot of pen built into the kit maybe hidden blade can can work there last have you tried uh, have you tried hidden blade at all i i've done a lot of mannequin scepter when uh like when it was op on fana and it felt so good because you get like the little amount of tankiness that it needed to survive and then you just like clear everything super fast mm. but i actually haven't I never really upgraded it. I just sold it. Hmm. But I mean, the, the hidden blade, it can be good. But then you're playing Fenner, then it's basic attack damage. You get like maybe one or two auto attacks late game where you, I don't know, current health. I really don't know what to think about the item. I, I personally think it's probably pretty bad. Yeah, I don't think a lot of people have uh, have worked on testing this one quite yet. But maybe, maybe that's the future of Mannequin. Is is getting yeah. to twenty. Only one person? Like, if you hit two people with Thana ult, will it proc on both? Or um, it no looks idea, to me like it would only hit one. I assume okay. it's like the old Solira 10%, whereas like Kerber has the health. Oh, yeah. Right. And like some mathematical decision mm -hmm. by high risk that makes the most sense. <laughs> right. That uh, That is what it looks like to me. But it, yeah. it is, you know, it's only a five second ICD internal cooldown. So you can do but things like pop in and out of combat and keep th you know keep throwing yeah. out some abilities just, just play tough man just play tough and throw out some ones <laughs> holy god imagine dude. burning that over arc mages dude <laughs> yeah that, uh, that yeah, would you be can look at it it's kind of like the old soul reaver it's like you just throw out some percentage damage yeah okay <laughs> could be obviously uh, it wouldn't be that good on a mage because there's no power that's uh, that's the way it's gonna be. Hey, sometimes that's how it is. Hey guys, yeah. uh, so I've got I've got some good news and I've got some bad news. Um, the good news is there is no good news. The bad news is is that I forgot to test. We have to run an ad here in the middle of the podcast, oh. and I forgot to test it. So here's what I'm gonna do. Oh, wait, here's the good news. I think. <laughs> oh no, what sh what did I do for this? Okay, I think I put Meerkat. On a slot, I made a tweet recently about Meerkat and I's ranked adventures. It was really good and it did not get enough likes, and I'm still salty about it. But I'm gonna have to, so here's what I'm gonna do I'm gonna throw Meerkat on as I figure this out. We're going, we're going live, you know? Like I said, it's a holiday. We're allowed to, to do things weirdly because I said mm -hmm. so. So here's what we're gonna do I have no idea if this is gonna work. We're gonna try and put Meerkat up. Let's see if that works. Hey, there he is, young Meerkat. Okay, this is good work. This is gonna buy me time. In order to go to the ad, 
because I need uh, I need to do this. So here we go. I'm gonna open this link, and You're doing good. I'm doing I'm doing great so far, Barra. Mm -hmm. Thank you for for You're pointing welcome, that out. And now I'm going to throw. Nope, I don't want to do that. Okay. Hmm. So now I'm gonna do this, and now mm -hmm. I'm gonna do that. This. So we're back here, and I'm gonna welcome try back. and do this. Oh wait, I think I I think I figured it out here. Oh no, I did the wrong thing. Okay, there we go. And now, we're gonna no. play the ad. Be right back, everyone. Yeah, oh, I'm nailing this. This is good work. God. You're so handsome. Your go-to destination oh, wow. for the best online oh, poker, table games, progressive slots, and much more. Sign up too. with the promo code Ignition777 and deposit using Bitcoin to get 25 free spins on 777 Deluxe. Bang, that's how you do it. That's how you run an ad. Ladies and gentlemen, huge. Uh, Aaron, I'm very sorry that that sucked, uh, but you know what? That's sometimes, you're just getting the best that you get. You know, that's that's what we're gonna yeah. do. Uh, so so there you have it. Do. You know, for on the fly, fellas, not too bad, huh? Mm -hmm. I, I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm proud of you. Thank you guys, thank you. And Lasber, you're, you're, you're uh, watching the ad as well helps us, so, th that, so that thank you. Smooth. That's, yeah, thank you. So smooth. Man, I'm feeling really good about this. Thank you, everybody. Nice. Um, all right, Lass, you were saying that you don't think Jungle is in the best spot it's ever been. Uh, what, is the, what is the plight of the Assassin player right now in Season 8? Oh, there's just like a lot of gas. It's like, <laughs> like a bit bad. And then like... Simple's embrace on support when you get late game is so OP. You know, there's a sub. <laughs> You just physical, but oh, at a carry spill, berserker shield because that item is OP now. It's only twenty protection, but you're gonna end up feeling that. Oh, mm -hmm. just, just so much fun with the jungle right now. Mm -hmm. I'd rather play a magical every time I can. Yeah, it then, does. Let's talk about it. Magicals <laughs> are OP. Uh huh. And then yes. you can just put a hunter in mid lane, and hunters are literally broken. Uh huh. Agreed. Hunters they are, are OP. Right. Hunters are just eat last bro. This is something that I've thought for a long time and I think that you're a man of uh, great intelligence So I think you'll agree when I say that hunters are just easier mages I, That's I mean if if I'm looking to get right. a rank win, I'm playing in the morning. I'm looking to get a rank win I just pop out Apollo or dance yeah. Burrow or something. Yeah, like when you crit late game You have to you have the penetration in the crit build you have the crit change You have the lifesteal and then you get like your acid proc and you and you lifesteal for 300 at each auto it is crazy. It's OP. It's or OP. You can just play Scylla and kill the entire team with two buttons. Barra, I mean, how many? Scylla? Okay, okay, look. Crush is a really good ability, right? Crush does a lot of damage. Mm -hmm. Crush does. What would you say a crush does to you uh, in terms of damage late game? 1600. Okay, that's a lot. Uh, one let's, point, between one per one k to one point two k. Yeah, I, I think we'll go. We'll go on the high end here, last. We'll go twelve hundred damage, Barra. How many uh, how many autos does it take for you to do twelve hundred damage to a squishy? Late like game, full build. Thirty. Thirty autos. <laughs> Thirty. Wow, where do you get this kind of time? Because I don't know, man. I have to check my schedule to fit in all of those autos. Right, right. Maybe f I'm saying four. Four. Okay. And what's the cooldown? I mean, of if I'm critting, it's two. Okay. Oh, let's. If we're, if we're giving if we're giving real answers, if I'm critting, it's two. Okay, right. Especially and what's your like attack the, speed uh, at that point? Point five. Point five plus a full two, so two point five. Right? You're like <laughs> tapped on attack speed. 
uh, what's the, the but the cooldown of crush is way longer than that bear you okay, can kill but you three kill someone, people they get a proc and it's back well that must be nice that must be nice Dude. to be able to kill them yeah. when they don't just agus my damage huh it's crazy when Scylla's and ranked aren't doing like by far top damage like you gotta be doing something really incorrect to be struggling with that character right mm. now. Barrow, where do but you I... think Scylla ranks among mages right now? Do you think she's good? Like S plus. Okay, well, let's take a let's Top take like a, a B tier mage. You know, let's take uh, let let's take someone like um, I don't know. I haven't seen one Hera. Like even last year when she got nerfed, I completely stopped seeing Hera. All right, let's take Hera for example. How much do you think Hera one is hitting you for late game? Like eight hundred. Honestly, don't know. I haven't seen not a lot. <laughs> it's not hitting you for a lot, and that's on like a six-second cooldown. Mm-hmm. At least you're talking. You're you can kill people in six seconds, Barra. Hunters just don't have I mean, hunters or mages without cooldowns that just can be body blocked. That's the only mages difference. are hunters that can hit over walls. Right, but on a much longer streak, you know, you have to wait. Yeah, just play around the wall. You can't get hit by the hunter unless oh. it's a Rama. Oh, okay. Unless it's a Rama who's gonna one-shot me with his alt or his autos. <laughs> I mean, Sula has a few problems, right? She not only can one-shot, she can also have like big AOE damage, and then and then her movement speed on her ultimate late game is seventy yeah, percent. And and she can put a dash, run away, and then dash to the dash again like five <laughs> seconds, and then you get one kill, and then you can just dash again. Dude, that guy is just OP. Yeah, Sula pretty good. Sula pretty and- good. Yeah. You can ult and right-click for a Mirden proc, right? Or do you have to use the uh, No, you wouldn't have to. It puts it on cooldown. Okay. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> Wait, Barrow, you that cannot be saying that's OP. You just <laughs> used <laughs> your ult for just Bro, a Mirrodin proc. You Andy special them. You oh, yeah. Well, Andy special is ult, OP. Right-click. Yep. Yep. That is yeah. the... he When the Anister Scylla special is when you use your <laughs> ultimate yeah. to get right up next to them, and then you <laughs> cancel it in one because they never expect it. They never yeah, ever. It true. is OP. It really is. As Stona in chat said, how did Lasbro's therapy become your time to rant? First of all, <laughs> I was going to apologize to Lasbro for watching his parents fight. You and I are arguing about who's more OP, and Lasbro's just I like, did. I just want assassins to be good. Uh, but but also, here's the secret, Lass. None of us feel that bad for you because you, when you're good, really you kill us, not, not really the yeah. other way around. Magical hunters are really bad and die to basically every assassin, which I was doing a bit of testing on magical hunters in the beginning, and I played against Erlong, and he just... He literally killed me in four auto attacks, by the way. That character... I just don't like him. He makes me sad playing against him all the time. Why is he still a warrior? Do you think that's really the problem? I don't know. I'm just asking genuinely. I think it's I think it's that he has three different types of CC that don't DR each other. I think that's I think that's the problem. Too much CC and then like his like I don't know, his like overall damage is just pretty high. Dude, he he does. You can literally build no damage, damage, win a game by just being a setup bot. Like if you do some good ultimates, you hit like a good route, you get a good bug up or something. Like you can that way you can carry the game as Erlang, but you don't need to do that because you can blink in, taunt into a knockup, and then hold them in place with a root and literally one shot them. Yeah, it yeah. is. It is something else, man. It is something else. It's something. Um, you know, there there are just characters that I think have high skill caps, and whether or not you know, I'm sure chat will probably roll their eyes at this, but Erlong at a high level is a high, pretty high skill cap character to get yep. all of your damage off quickly. Yeah. But the difference between like a gold Erlong player 
and like Lazbra or Layers. Like Layers Erlong is literally a cheat code. Like that man just has his auto cancels to down to perfection. And the difference in damage output is absurd. It's yep. it, it's just absurd how much damage that character can do in a, in a <laughs> quick time frame. Um, yeah. It is really, really wild. Speaking of gods like Erlong, Lazbra, who do you think uh, are the best junglers right now? The ones who can get through the Sentinels Embrace tyranny uh, that is the that what supports are building. Pretty fun to say that because I on YouTube <laughs> yesterday released a video with my top five gods that Ooh, you should name. Perfect. So and, and what's uh, what's your YouTube channel there, Lazbra? So everyone can go uh, check that out. Uh, it's Lazbra GG. Lazbra I'm sure GG. you can just search Lazbra and you can find that. So you can and you can do that even on Twitch.tv as well, right? Because you stream there. True. Every morning. Every morning. morning. There we go. Oh. <laughs> you should. You guys should be checking that out. Of course, after yeah. you've tossed your Prime sub to Twitch.tv slash Agro. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Not even Barracuda. What? No, Barad. Look. He hates me. Lazbra. Really? We we think Barra's stream needs needs some ups. We, <laughs> yeah, dude. He's he's got the fish tank, man. He's yeah, got the true. he's got the fish tank. He's he's true. set. He don't, he don't we don't have to worry about him. We gotta worry about us, you know? That's true. Don't and worry bro, about it. If you got a prime sub, you know, me Acro, you can you can go to one of our channels. That's right. Like I'll that. take your tier one. I don't want that prime. <laughs> <laughs> Throw me the tier one. Barra okay. wants to know you spent your money. <laughs> On him. Show me the dedication. Right, yeah. He need, he yeah. needs that in his life. Uh, well, all right, last. Give us a little. Can you give us a little taste though of what people could expect on uh, on yeah, that YouTube video? Definitely. I uh, I think the best jungler right now is 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 set. Like he can just mm. do like a bit too much. His high damage. You know, his ultimate when you go crazy with the sustain and all that. People don't really build anything right now. He's mm. just super good. And then Boomba's hammer is like a really solid item. Probably like the best item on him you can you can get. Mm. Uh, and then Nemesis, you have like insane one by one potential. You have your ultimate to shred protections. You have pretty good build path. You're going to be strong throughout the whole game. Mm-hmm. And uh, obviously Erlang is on there as well. And then I think one one guy I think is really good right now is, is Hebo. Mm. Because mm-hmm. it's it's way harder to get magical protection. People don't build hardwood that often because sub overall is just a better item because like health per five or mana per five is just. I don't know, it's just like a bit better, like yeah. who needs mana? Come on, you, if you have health, you don't need mana. That's right. Yep. So, Hebo, like, after you just do like the Boomba stacker with 900 gold boots, and then you get your boots online, try to get the hoodie. Once you get the hoodie online, like, you, you have maybe one or two assassins, Ravana or Fenrir, that can like solo you every time, but any other assassin, you literally just free one ultimate. They're dead. Mm-hmm. Oh, and then that seems easy. Yeah, that's that's very easy. And then you can <laughs> outbox the the hunters if you like. You know, you just get a good engage. You you can kill tanks because you get the the penetration that you need. Mm-hmm. So Sahiba is a, a really good guard. And and people mentioned the the Aokwang as well. I think he's good, but I guess the higher games you get up in, like higher grandmasters, it's just like I don't know. I feel like it becomes worse, and he does very bad into healing. Yes. The guy is definitely fun to play. Like, if you like to play Quang, you're good at him. I definitely recommend him too. Yeah, the second that solo laners start realizing that you're going to camp them and start buying beads or being yeah, smart about their exactly. ultimate usage, you start to feel really useless mm-hmm. on Alpha. Yeah. Um, but until that point, you're probably going to farm really hard. That's, uh, yeah. 
That's for sure. What's uh? Are you rushing Rod on Hebo Jungle, or uh, are you going Deso first? Uh, I will rush Tahuti in in every game. Just you know, a bit of mana sustain as well. Yeah. You probably get a bit higher damage output with Tahuti as well. It's about I mean, it's more expensive, right? But you know, the mana helps out a lot. The mana per five it is. Yeah, yeah. I was gonna say that. Uh, that would be my concern. Is uh, is my MP five being a little bit too low? Um, yeah. Any uh, any assassins to avoid right now? I, th- I think that there are a lot of assassins that didn't really see a whole lot of play last year. Dodgy comes to mind as one, at least in pro play, that we saw like zero of because upgraded shell completely removes that character come late game. Um, what are some assassins that uh, you would try and stay away from right now? Uh, let's just mention two. I'll, I'll probably say Bakasura and Saket. Mm. Really? No Saket? I think Saket is... I don't consider a hyper carry. I consider like more like a, a map control guard. You have mobility. Mm-hmm. You have insane ganks. You can keep that down. Um, but let's just get to late game here. And then when you get late game as a kid, you're not like you can one on one people, right? But you're not that much of a hyper carry compared to what some of the some some of the guards I mentioned right before can do. So you're you're feeling really bad if you don't have like a like a mage that you trust and have like good synergy with or something. Because mm. you, you can just end up being a, a setup bot. And if you go full damage to cut, like let's say you go crit, you just lose so many trades. Like if people are ready for you to engage, then they'll literally just kill you. Yeah, I was going to say, I think Circuit struggles when there's crit in the meta. Mm. Yeah. I think she just rough. gets torn apart because you can't like ult anyone ever. Yeah. Or you yeah. have to wait so long to go in. And then uh, to mention Bakasura quick here is the, the Witch Blade. Buff, mm-hmm. but like physical protection you reduce attack speed it's an easy item to pick up now before it would be a bit harder and then there's still the upgraded shell mm-hmm. um so i just think like i haven't really seen any bakasuras and I have not played it myself <sighs> and but i'm sure you can still find success with it like it's not like a bad bad guard but right. i don't think it's anything special right now listen mm-hmm. the less bakasura i see the happier i am as a person <laughs> i I hate that gun. I hate Bakasura, uh, and I mean this when I say it. I've never once been outplayed by a Bakasura. Never once in my whole life. If they killed me, they pressed four, and they pressed three, and they held left click because they bought Hasten Katana, and they couldn't have messed it up. They couldn't have. It's not possible. I hate ah that that god just instantly tilts me. Um, All right, I did come up. Kali. Oh, sorry. Kali is the yeah. I I I. I feel similarly, but at least she has to actually be melee auto range and not cone auto with true damage yeah. mm-hmm. in front of her. Um, guys, as we mentioned, it is uh, Valentine's Day. It's time for our f- random question of the week. And normally, um, in a normal uh, set of circumstances, you know, I'd probably be either out or coming back from uh, a nice dinner out with my wife. Um, and it made me think... We, we made a really good meal at home today. We got some steaks, cooked them up, some mashed potatoes, some broccoli. It was delicious. But it nice. made me think about, like, some of the best meals out I've ever had. Can you guys think of, like, the best food at a restaurant you, uh, you, you've ever had? Copeland's. Copeland's. I've never heard yeah. of it. Yeah. I don't know if they're like a local place, but I think there's one in Kennesaw, Georgia. There's a yeah. two in Georgia. And we ate the one in Kennesaw. And the first time we ate there, I think 
everything was just heaven. It's like, New Orleans style food. The appetizer was delicious. I think I got salmon under <laughs> or salmon over like it was like a bed of spinach, but mm. the spinach was just oh my gosh. It was <laughs> so delicious. Oh like every gosh. bite was just like full of flavor and I would I would go back there and eat like every day. That sounds really good. I miss eating at good restaurants, man. That's right. that's that's like that's my number one joy, I think. One of my number one joys in, in life is eating at good restaurants. Alas, anything jump out to you? Of course, besides Raythan's cooking. Let's get that out of the way yeah, in case I mean, he's going to give you crap for it. I'm yeah, Raythan's cooking number one. Close number two yeah. here. I, I can say that, like, very confident that Raythan has made some very delicious food for me in, in, in the past. I've not been able to visit him. Like, there's, you know, mm-hmm. he's a newborn. Take some shots and there's COVID. Don't really want to risk mm-hmm. that. Yeah. So, a little bit distant uh, with Good that. Take but, out. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, if I have to look back at like maybe mom's food, mm. there's something called tadaleta in Dan- in Denmark. That'd be like kind of like a chicken pot pie, but it's not like a pie. Mm. Where you have like a, a crunchy, not a bun, but a crunchy thing that you can pastry. Then, pastry, mm-hmm. exactly. And then you can put like a chicken mixture in some asparagus, mm. chicken soup-ish. Mm. And it, it tastes good. really, really good. Like if you if you ever go to Denmark, you should definitely try that. That does um, sound good. But no, if I go uh, to a restaurant... Go ahead, Blas. Yeah, sorry. If I go to a restaurant, then uh, my go-to usually is like a summer with mashed potatoes. I can always just eat that. Mm-hmm. It's healthy. It, it, it tastes good. You get like a bit of broccoli maybe sometimes. That's my go-to at least. No, uh, no Pramani's mention here, Lass. You're, you've been to Pittsburgh, yeah? The the fries on the sandwich wasn't doing it for you? <sighs> not, not really, i got to be honest. Uh, <laughs> I, it might be disrespectful to the, to the business. No, it's okay. But, uh, <laughs> it's okay, man. It, we all know it's disgusting, deep down. We know it. Oh. That, the bread was just too thick, and like I want like some crunchy bread, and this was like the thickest bread I've ever had, and then it was soft. Yes, it was soft pretty, Italian bread. Just, assume that like a lot of people like that but if i want like i'm thinking like crunchy like a somewhat thin bread you get like some crunchy fries maybe some of the yep. you know this uh, is a steak to put in it i don't know whatever like, yeah they got they got it all man yeah so it's like uh yeah i guess a bit different yeah here's uh, here's the thing about permanis um it's it's a it's a must if you ever go to pittsburgh it is iconic and we all know it's gross deep down but <laughs> we still love it anyways and that's uh, and that's part of what makes it special. Um, I think the the best one of the best meals that I, all the best food I ever ate was when I visited Italy. Um, literally every meal I ate there was the best food I've ever had in my mouth. But uh, the best local restaurant I ever ate at um, is uh, is Little Alley Steakhouse. You gotta go, Barrow. You gotta go here, man. Just about that seafood place. <laughs> yeah. One time, here's a here's a quick story for the podcast. One time, uh, me and Barra and Destiny and Joe, we were all like, let's let's all get together and have dinner sometime. And I looked for at the time, Barra was living like over an hour away from me, mm-hmm. and I looked for something in the middle so we wouldn't have to drive too far on both ends. And it was just this like seafood restaurant that was like, uh, you know, it had like five reviews and it was like four stars. So I was like, oh, whatever, you know, it's not a big deal. We meet up there. We are the only the four of us are the only people under 75 in the entire place. 
Um, you know, if know. a place is like that, just leave. Yeah, the just turn around. Seafood. It has yeah. like it had food. like these the ugly like fish wallpaper. It had mm. like some captains hats everywhere. <laughs> I knew it was going to be bad right away. It was in the middle of nowhere as well. It was like dark outside. It was the only building on a long, flat road. It was very ominous. Oh, yeah. We ate there. We ate there. How was it? It it was not good, man. It was not (laughs) good. Unlucky, man. And Vera still holds it over my head, even though I took the initiative and just happened to find a crap restaurant. (laughs) It was not my fault. My food recommendations are good, and I won't be taking the slander. Uh, Little Alley Steakhouse was, uh, we went there for, I think it was for Valentine's Day a couple years, like last year or two years ago. Um, either that or for my birthday. It's, it's in, um, it was in the winter. But a good steakhouse is an experience that you can't, in my mind, like no matter how well I cook a steak at home, it will never replicate like a really nice steakhouse. <laughs> you know we actually I mean? have a experience on the Renegade scene last year. <laughs> we were like looking to go out and eat somewhere, and we just you know, looked up like local places like ten minutes away. And then there's a steakhouse, and we're like, "Yeah, let's just go there." We go there in like our, our flip flops. We have like sweatpants <laughs> on, and our, and our like you know just a t-shirt or hoodie. We go in there. There's like you know the, the finest people sitting there. There's like suits and all that stuff. And then we still decide to eat there, <laughs> and they put us in the middle. And oh, it was no. so out of place. It was so troll. That must have it, it been was, so it was, uncomfortable. It was pretty good, though, but, you know, it's, it's like, rather expensive when you go to those places. Yes, very expensive. That's fine. But, yeah, definitely not recommend going there, like, in your flip-flops and... Yeah, dress up, you know? And just you look nice. Yeah, it, make it an experience, you know? Uh, it, it's for everyone good. else. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it was an experience for the other people there, exactly. Like, I was more thinking, like... I mean, I don't care too much if they're like, look, but it's like, if they think it's disrespectful that we, you know, right. sit there and all that. I didn't want to do that, right? But yeah. Hey, they, let, they, they sat you, you know, they sat you. They could have, they could have easily turned you away, but they didn't. Yeah. So that's, yeah. The, uh, Gaming King Striker in chat says, imagining Jake in that place. Like that is the funniest part to me as well. Just yeah. like, can, I get, can I get some Sriracha for this? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my god, that would it, you know showing up in flip flops and sweatpants is one thing, but asking for ketchup or sriracha with your steak would I would I wouldn't be able to do it. Man. I eat some eggs, I eat some bread, you know, just gotta throw everything together. Some toast, some rice, you know, some peanut butter if you have it. Jake's gonna be, Jake's gonna be right at home. Jake is gonna be right at home. Last, thanks very much for coming on, man. Thanks to uh, to everyone for watching and for listening. Uh, Barrow, we got to come up with something new. We had uh, we had an easy kind of couple weeks where we just went roll by roll. Now we've got to come oh, up with actual yeah. content. No, we don't. We'll find something. Ah, we'll find something that doesn't qualify as actual content. <laughs> I believe in us. Thanks for watching. Make sure you guys are checking out everything else in the prediction channels. Uh, they have a bunch of different shows across a bunch of different esports, um, and that should be good. Oh, yeah, roster reveals are coming soon, so that'll be good. Uh, but that's on the, oh. the 27th, I think, Auburn said uh, in the tweet that is when that's going live. So we got at least a week um, until that comes up. So we'll is come up that- with something everything on that day yeah think all of them okay the floodgates so we just need we just need one weekend oh that's easy enough 
Yeah, we'll find something. I've got a cool idea for an episode, but I don't want to spoil it until I know it can happen. So we'll 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 talk amongst ourselves about that and chat. You'll figure it out whenever uh, whenever All it comes right. time. Uh, thanks everybody for watching. Have a great uh, rest of your Valentine's Day if you're watching live, or the great rest of your week if you're listening. Bera, it's time for you to do the one part of the show that you can't afford to mess up. Bye. That's fine, I guess. Thank you. Fine. What do you mean, fine? <laughs> that was a good one. It was good. Whether you're a world-class athlete or a podcaster like me, we all understand the importance of mental and physical well-being and proper recovery for top-notch performance. That's why I'm excited that Unified Healing is sponsoring podcasts on the Blue Wire Network. Unified Healing is a new and super innovative global network of wellness centers powered by Energy Enhancement System, or EE System. If you haven't heard of the EE System yet, then you'll want to listen up. This technology promotes wellness, deep relaxation, purification, and rejuvenation. Wherever you are across the globe, access to a center is easy and affordable. Interested in experiencing the EE System technology for yourself? Go to unifiedhealing.com slash bluewire to learn more and find a center near you. That's unified, U-N-I-F-Y-D, healing.com slash bluewire. No material or testimonials on the Unified Healing website are intended to be viewed as medical advice or a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Always seek the advice of your physician or other qualified healthcare provider with any questions you may have regarding a medical condition or treatment and before undertaking a new healthcare regimen, including EE system.